welcome back to the second episode of the Concast. And I'd just like to quickly thank everybody for watching it and streaming it and downloading it and all that. And yeah, I'm joined by my two beautiful co-hosts again, Louis. Hello. Daniel. Hello. And we're just going to talk about shit again, really. Um, so yeah, Louis, as an Arsenal fan, what would you say the best memory for you is in your lifetime or one you can sort of remember? Or... Um, I don't know, like actual footballing memory, I'd probably say Aaron, just... In the, an actual memory, it's probably Aaron Ramsey and winning an FA Cup final versus Hull when we were 2 0 down in like 10 minutes and then we brought it back for them and then won 3 2. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. That's Santi Cazola free kick to make it 2 1. Then Kashelme from a corner. Then Ramsey, fucking beauty finish. Oh, that um, Ash of Ingle against Barcelona 2 1 in Champions League in 2011. Yeah, well, one memory I have, well, well to be honest with you, when I think of a club, when I think of Arsenal, my first memory is Arshavin. Just... But it's got to when he drew 4 all with Liverpool, I'm pretty sure he scored all four. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good moment as well. And then Martin Carlin said from Russia with love, oh, the goosebumps. Oh, that one where he said about, who was it who said about Shakira? Oh, I don't know what you mean. It woke up about having yeah. some dreams. No. Yeah. I move on, Shakira. Shakira. Danny, me and you being a Man United fan, I'd say our memories are quite similar to obviously beating Chelsea with watching that fucking pretty John Terry slip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest with you, it was actually a thing because I'm pretty sure, I've seen a video about it the other day, actually, uh, when Ronaldo actually missed in that penalty shot and he laid down on the floor, didn't even watch. Because <laughs> they were crying about that he missed and he thought that Because I'm pretty sure we were John Terry stepping up to win it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they would have won it. And Ronaldo actually scored in the actual 90 minutes, didn't he? Or was it yeah. Next time? I, I remember he scored that like, really good header. But one from most recently, I would say the Europa League final because that's how much of a small club mentality we are <laughs> now. It probably be, just because it's Jesse Lingard against Palace. What an absolute hero. Just to finish as well, it was absolutely. You just want to end because you've gone from Alan Pardew down to the <laughs> Jesse Lingard scoring an absolute screamer. Either that or um, uh, when uh, we won PSG. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. minute penalty. I think, to be fair, I'm, like it, as an Arsenal fan in my lifetime, we haven't won much. We haven't won the Champions League. We've only won um, two Premier Leagues, one or two Premier Leagues. I'm surprised you didn't see like Champions League finals. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Or Premier League goals like Van Persie goal against Aston Villa or like that. Yeah, I was going to actually say the, Bur- the Burbis thing because that was an iconic moment, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Aston Villa. yeah, and did he square it and then Ronaldo, or is it Tevez that got tapping or something? Yeah, there's been quite a lot of iconic moments, to be honest. It's when you're thinking that, like, if I, if I wrote loads of down about it, I could probably be here all day. But if we're talking quite recent, I know that other than the Champions League, quite recently, you could say quite a lot of stuff, to be honest. Yeah, like. Like, drawing 0 0 with Arsenal. Losing 1 0 against Arsenal, drawing 0 0 against Chelsea. Almost getting a penalty as well yesterday. That was a moment. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a thing on Facebook actually. You were like, um, Will you marry me if somebody's picture goes to the die with ball on your finger? It was quite funny actually. That actually sounds <laughs> hilarious, eh? Yeah, it wasn't that funny, <laughs> to be honest. But the picture was quite funny, so. Well, yeah, we'll just go with that. Anyway, I'm going to read out a few things that I've actually seen this week um, and see if it could shock you. And if you've got any more to add, then feel free to add any. But 
I'll go with first one now. So, do you know Maurizio, is Maurizio Sarri? Yeah. He's never, ever, ever touched a match day of football. I mean, it kind of makes sense because he's never been a professional footballer, but... Yeah, but I mean, as a manager, like, I don't mean... he's, he thinks he's bad luck, but it's just one of them rituals, isn't it, where, yeah, but if you've got any more to add, then feel free to, but um, and this one was quite, I'm going to make a really cringy quote about this, to be honest with you, but before every Premier League game, Jamie Vardy drinks three Red Bulls, and as you can see from when he plays, it really does give you wings. Shut up, Eve, actually. <laughs> No, I've got him. It's not really a, a ritual or, or, or like that, but it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a curse for Benfica. All right, so um, basically, for Benfica in like nineteen fifteen sixties, they were winning loads of Champions European Cups, um, league titles, loads of cups, doing really well. And um, the manager, I think you call like Gutman, Bella Gutman, um, he said to the club, oh, "I'd like like a pay rise," and they were like, "No," and he said. I, I've been I've been at the club for ten years. Say, I've won these amount of trophies. Can I have a pay rise? I'm like, no. So, all right then, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to put a curse on the club. Benfica will never ever win. In, no, they'll not win another champion well, European Cup within the next hundred years. They went from winning three European Cups in ten years to not even getting to a, um, the European Cup final in the ne- in like the next seventy years. That is crazy. It's, and they're the same players. Well, like they had Eusebio. Well, that's the main one I can think of. But do you know what I mean? Very top level players. And they you've got a picture with you, Sabia. I do, yeah. But I need to somehow find it. <laughs> Did... Just to clarify, it's not the real you, Sabia. Well, it is, it's just a statue. You. But yeah, talk going, going on about curses as well. We could go on for a while and we could talk about how Aaron Ramsey is a convicted murderer, technically. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Because every time he scores, someone seems to die, unfortunately. And. But yeah, we won't have, we don't have to talk about that. And another one I've got here is that um, I don't know if you remember this as an Arsenal fan, because I personally don't remember it. I've, but I've read about it, so it could not be true. But I'm, I don't know why you'd lie about it. But Colo Turi actually had um, a ritual that it would it'd always be the last person on the pitch. It'd never be like first. It'd always have to be the last person. I'm, and I'm pretty sure I read this correctly that at half time William Gallas were getting treatment. And he refused to go onto the pitch until William Gallas went back out. I think so. I... They start. They started the second half with nine men until <laughs> William Gallas was ready to go on. I, I to be honest, I've never heard that part. I'm not even surprised. It's like that um, when Arsene Wenger wanted to sign him. He had him in the training session, and like he got he apparently called to going for like full blooded tackle on Dennis Bergkamp, and you're only a trialist. Like was going in like two footed and so smashing players. And they signed him because they liked the desire that he had. Suppose it's desire, yeah. It's one way to put it's it. The last one I've got here. Yeah. The last one I've got here is that for all you people who are right, you listening, close your ears. That um Zlatan Ibrahimovic would never have sex the night before a game as whenever he got up to the business, he'd never win a game or play well. It's just an interesting one to leave you on there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying that I think he'd do that more to get more confidence. To be honest, no, never know because if his if his wife's a bit of a hefty chunk, I'm not saying she is. She's a she's a million, isn't she? She's a cougar. His wife's like over fifty, isn't she? Or she's close to it. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you get more pleasure off his nose. To be fair. (laughs) 
that was such a bad challenge. I'm going. But um, and this is a superstition. I just thought I'd leave this for you because when I seen this, it actually fucking sat in my head for quite a bit. Do you know David Moyes was once David Beckham's captain? When fourteen? Uh, I think he must. He went on loan to Preston North End. Beckham did. Oh yeah. David Moyes, the, let, let me just clarify so the ugliest footballer I've ever seen. <laughs> he looks terminally ill. Is it, is it like yeah, a 1980s match attack or something like that? <laughs> he looks bad. His teeth are yellow and his hair's like thinning. And his eyes, are, let's not talk about his eyes. Eyes are popping out of his head. <clears throat> but yeah, I've got a few questions here that I've been asked by the lovely Instagram. And I'm going to start with a question that Beast have actually asked me. Um, let me find it. What championship team, based on this season, would do well in the Premiership? Mm. And I think it's a good question, but I'll start off with what I think. And I've always liked this team in the Championship, but I've they've always got close. And I think I think the so good. They remind me like Leicester with a scouting from French League Two, I think it League, whatever it is. But Brentford definitely for me. But I don't know what you used to do. I don't really know if there's many teams that actually do well, but I know it's quite boring. I would say Watford, just for the fact yeah. they've got a strong, like they've got a, a mid to lower Premier League side anyway, haven't they? With like um, Cleverly, Shallaber. They even got like decent players. I think that is Mela Sars a decent player. We've got Ben Foster. Um, yeah, just oh, yeah, we've got, yeah. Like um, Will Hughes as well. What a man. Tyler Brook look alike. Um, Danny, who, you, who do you think? Uh, person, I'd say Norwich, even though they did quite poorly yeah. last time. But if they can get recruitment, I think... then they'll do a lot better. Yeah. I actually seen a thing on TikTok actually um, I think it was last week, and it was some lads saying things that should be introduced into football and it, was, it said that Norwich should never be allowed to be promoted to the Premier League oh my god they go back down next season because they do so like in Championship this season they're top and they're flying and in a few games it could be well gone but um, they'll go up to Championship and they, they played very positive football didn't they to be honest with you but I've also heard that Grant Hanley's got a massive knob what where have you heard that from me on TikTok as well from another podcaster actually no. I heard on TikTok but apparently I don't know I think it was bullshit but it wouldn't surprise me if I big grand I've got these questions actually for you football with VAR or no VAR yeah. with the you have to use it correctly I think yeah I if you use it correctly it, it will improve games because like big mum I know it, it disallows goals like like that Man City goal he was talking in the Champions League semi-final where Man City turned it round and then it was just like, oh that was cruel wasn't it yeah but like then again these games like where teams are getting penalties at penalties and um, worse, penalty, huh? well, it should be penalties big moments where they're clear fouls and they're not doing they should not be doing it properly so yeah I think VAR has an absolute brilliant technology with the absolute in English football especially with the wrong people behind it yeah get some like, at German, German yeah. get some at German yeah, referees yeah spot on with it the thing is, though, you look at German referees now and as an English person with the decisions, you think, oh, they're a bit brutal, but they're just honest. With that, you don't, like, with us, you don't know what's an handball anymore. And that Hudson Odoi one yesterday, if you'd have asked me 
couple of seasons ago, I wouldn't say that's an handball whatsoever. Yeah. When I first when I first saw it, I didn't really think much of it. But no one really appealed that much either. But to be honest, Danny, all the appeals came from Chelsea players thinking it was Greenwood. It did look like Greenwood at first. I think he hit Greenwood and then Hudson a die. But I think it was the other way around. But um, anyway, yeah, I agree. I think in World Cup they want many issues with VAR. It just they? took a lot. It just took long a long time because they'd never used it before. Yeah. But, but like I say, I just I feel like with the VAR, like yesterday, for example, not just because I'm a United fan, if the VAR says it's a penalty or whatever, the referee shouldn't need to look. That's what VAR is, because obviously it's referees as well. So he shouldn't even, he shouldn't even advise him to go to the monitor, I don't think. But there's a lot of things to it, so I guess. Why, but, do you, um, so you well, mean like, question... so if you're like, he hasn't seen it and not got a monitor, it should just say a award penalty to like Manchester United? Well, I just feel like he's... They're all professional referees. The people on VAR are referees, so they can analyse it, it. They can analyse it over time. They can see it on screens. They shouldn't need to advise the referee on the pitch to go check. They should just tell him. Like then they know the rules. If it's a penalty, they should say, "Listen, you've you fucked up. It's a penalty. Give it." Then they, they should sh- stop it. And not even they should. Go they should look after the given a decision, or like because they're all no because they're almost acting like. They're saying to referees, you need to go check. But they're referees as well. They're just as qualified, so they should know whether he's made a mistake. Like, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't, I get why they do look. And a lot of time it is overturned, but I just don't think they should advise him. Like me, as there to correct mistakes. So if it's a mistake, tell him it's a mistake and tell him to overturn it. It's not like someone less experienced is giving him advice. No, that's very true. But it's just one of them. It's deliberately question marks about VAR. They need to alter the rule with offside as well. They give offside for people when the hand's offside when you can't use it to play it ball. Yeah. It's like what's the point? Like Bamford this season. It's like what's the point in that? And Leeds ended up losing game 1 0, didn't they? Was it, was it 2 1? They lost by one goal and Bamford had pointed where the ball where one of the ball players. Against Palace away, I think it was. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think it might be. And yeah. And, um... Incredibly given. And they ended up losing game for it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about actually the results tomorrow, but just to just to say, I just thought I'd, I I got one result correct out of all. I don't think I Can't remember what I said, me. I'm gonna go back on podcast and put them all down. Don't worry, but I got four 0 Tottenham. I think you might have said that as well, Louis. To be honest. Yeah, I think I feel like I did, but um, what did I say about Arsenal? Did I say two 0 Arsenal? I knew we'd win by two goals. I said three one. Yeah, I said two one yeah, Leicester. You... How wrong was I? I said one uh, 0 Arsenal. Yeah, I felt Apart from the, we'll talk about that now. Actually, while we're on to it, Louis, do you think it was, it was, very poor defended by Pablo Mare? Yeah, um, he like ran away. I think he tried because he knows Vardy is a threat. But David Luiz got across. Yeah, I was going to say that's Pablo Mare. We were just constantly like looking. He started running backwards, not even really looking at um, at If he got out to Tielemans, the angle wouldn't have been there. Shoot across goal. I still think it was a very good finish. Yeah, a good finish, but he had time to do it, didn't he? He had time yeah, to think yeah. what he was going to do and set himself. And then... He'll always be he'll always be the same age. He never is. Just... <laughs> I know what you mean. He was saying that um, he played for Anderlecht seven years ago when he was 17. I don't say he was 24. He, he captained them as well, didn't he? At that yeah, at like 17. Yeah, and this, this is a statement, not so much a question, but it's... 
going to raise a few eyebrows, but um, Lacazette is overall better than Aubameyang. I don't know. There are different things. Like, I feel um, against bigger sides, um, Aubameyang isn't as effective. Lacazette is a big game player for Arsenal. Um, he leads the line better. He can hold the ball. He can link play. And yeah, Aubameyang in big games he often disappears. Like, he doesn't get involved. Yeah. It works, but he doesn't, he doesn't do anything like that. Against West, yeah, against Leicester, I was watching actually, and it, it looked to be quite a blow for Smith Rose. If he's yeah. not been confirmed how long he's out because he looked, he looked annoyed. I don't, I don't know, but he did look upset, didn't he? And um, I watched the interview with Arteta that Arsenal put on like, Twitter and he didn't say the time frame, but it doesn't look like it's great. It looks like it'll be out a few weeks. I was gonna say, like, I personally, I, I was thinking, I don't think Odegaard's a bad player at all, but I feel like you've got to start Smith Rose just because. I, th- I can't. I think the commentator has said he's the future of the club, and I think he's done a lot. I, I don't think Odegaard's a bad player at all, but I just I don't know about you because you obviously watch Arsenal more than I do. But I just feel like Smith Rowe always wants. I know Odegaard does as well, but always wants to be on the ball. To be honest, at this moment in time, I probably uh, last few this season um, Smith Rowe's been class, but uh, last few games Odegaard stepped up. He's fitting so well, but he's been playing alongside him, Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe's gone to the left and um, Odegaard's gone down the middle and the, the buff the buff looked up really well and I feel like Smith Rowe hasn't been playing as well as he first did when he came to the side because he's playing on the left rather than central yeah uh, definitely yeah it's definitely a future of the club as long as, long as he stays same with um, Saka but I think with Odegaard is, I'd love to have seen him in the team with like Wilshire Ramsey oh yeah definitely all, uh... like yeah under Arsene Wenger Fabregas and... yeah in that oh, first, run that, run Arsene... that beat, yeah Arsenal was sort of known as what Man City, you know, for now passing wise, like how good it was. And Arsenal was such a good passing team when I'd say probably about going back to six years ago, five six years ago. Yeah, yeah. But they were, honestly, there was that goal against Norwich. Absolutely, I still think today, I still think that is the best goal I've ever watched. Football and wise, definitely up there, innit? But there's been goals recently, like two years ago, Aubameyang against Leicester at home. When Lacazette, Ozil and um, Aubameyang like, had a really nice goal where they played out wide, Bellerin cut it back, um, Ozil, wait, sorry, Ozil ran over the ball, Bellerin cut it back and Ozil squared it for Aubameyang. Yeah, I can say Arsenal actually do score a lot of passing goals, but they were just, when they scored that one against, was it against Norwich? When, yeah, yeah. Was it, that one. They were sort of, they were expected to just do stuff like that with a sort of team, weren't they? Yeah, now it's just rare moments and rare. It's due to fair. You still score nice goals, but it's not as not as frequent. Yeah, definitely. Right, Lou. This question, I, I know you're gonna find this hard to answer because you you hate so many people. But who is the biggest scumbag in football? Uh, oh God! <laughs> and I could name a fair few, but the biggest one would be hard to. Is it just stuck to the Premier League or? No, just in all football, whoever you want to say. It depends what you mean by scumbag. Do you mean like morally bad, like a, a, a rapist or someone that's bad with them? <laughs> no, because I think in Rubinho, like, or something like that. Just someone like someone in the game that like gets under your skin and you oh. hate, you know, like a hand a Herrera type player. Ooh. Oh, God. Deli Alli. Because he plays for Tottenham as well. No, I think he more. could pass him because of that, but he's so, I don't think he's just an arsehole. And he looks it like appears like an arsehole. I can't say it's an arsehole because I don't know him, but like, he just appears like such an arsehole. I think I've got to... And now, because he plays for Athletic Madrid, I'd, I'd have to say Suarez. He's just so oh, fit. that's a shout, yeah. 
And the fact that I celebrated against Liverpool when he scored against him as well. He shook that yeah. Anfield, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Was it Anfield or was it at New Camp? One of them, but you know, he didn't score at Anfield, did they? I don't think. But No, it could have been another game, but yeah, I remember him shushing. I thought we were a bit off. I remember Dean Maria did it against United. Who? Dean Maria. Oh, yeah. Trafford. Yeah, that was such a weird um, signing. He did well when he was at United, didn't it? And then Yeah, now you don't even look at that much at PSG, to be honest with you, out of all of them, but he looked like a Bruno Fernandes type player. Yeah. Like he was so still care. Like the goal he scored against Leicester it was like a lob. I remember that. When we got beat five for Yeah, we said you got like two up or three up or something. Yeah, and I heard just I heard think yesterday when I watched an Arsenal Leicester and he doesn't seem that long ago since Leicester won the league and then you put into perspective that Mikel Arteta came on as a sub. Yeah, I know what you mean, in the season where we beat them at um, Yeah, you did double over them, didn't you? Because well, did Welbeck score later. Yeah, 90, like 90th minute on his first game back from like nine months out or something. I mean, yeah, I was say, it was absolute limbs that. Yeah, he jumped into the fans. He crowd as well, didn't he? Yeah. Better times. Saying that, like, Arsenal should have won the league that year. I know Leicester had a very good team, but we should have won the league. We it was the games. It was a big game. We won all the, all, not all, the, the majority of you know the so-called smaller teams. When it came up yeah. the bigger side, it just crumbled. So we didn't want to win the yeah. league. That was definitely your opportunity that season. Yeah, because I feel like other teams were awful in comparison to what they have been. Yeah, that's correct, Danny. Oh, I want to say Diego Costa. Yeah, that's, ah, <laughs> that's a big shot. I hate him. It's just—I <laughs> don't think many people yeah. like him. I think he's a player though. It's good to have if he's on form. If not, it is, it, he can be positive. He just gets caught up in the game too much. Yeah, he does. He just ends up being an asshole, doesn't he? It's just what Diego Costa are you gonna get? Yeah, if you're gonna get the Diego Costa that can bat, like bully the whole defense, or Diego Costa that doesn't do anything, he just stands and ends up getting himself sent off or into a fight or something. Yeah, definitely. And I've got another statement for you here. Pickford deserves to start for England. Um, On form, I'd disagree yeah, I don't... at the minute. Yeah, I, I could go either way because he's never actually let England down directly at a tournament. At the World he's Cup. such an England player, yeah, isn't he? I know what you mean. Yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, he does deserve to start. Just because, I don't know, like, I don't know why I'd I don't know why I think this either, but with his feet as well compared to Nick Pope. Oh yeah, I'd say much better actual um, with ball his feet than Nick Pope. The Henderson. The thing is, I don't, I don't think I compl- as well. I don't think I, I think. would. Yeah, I don't think I'd actually complain of any of the free keepers at the start. To be honest, I'd only kind of complain about Nick Pope because he doesn't play. Not Nick Pope, sorry. Henderson. Henderson yeah. does play. He's never yeah. horrendous, though, is he? Yeah, but he doesn't play. Like, no, like, I'll, I'll be like, I'd, com- I'd complain at that because I think it'd be unfair, but I'll be ability wise, I won't be. Like, oh, yeah, ability wise, I think. Yeah. I won't complain with Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I just feel like um, it'd be unfair. Just, he doesn't play, and if you don't play, you're not going to be on top level, are you? No, but I think Southgate's got a few decisions to make, and it could have been made a bit easier, which is with Harvey Barnes looking to be out for quite a while. Yeah. Because he was pushing. I didn't know he had how many goals he got this season. It's, it's something ridiculous. I think it's a, it's like a league. I don't know if that's all consistent. Yeah. But it's 
good season for him, isn't it? Definitely. This is like his this was like his breakout season, really. I imagine. Yeah, definitely. But he he went off on the stretcher against Arsenal, didn't he? Yeah. He looked like his knee to put on those boots. I re- I reckon that if Smith Road didn't get injured, he might have had a chance as well. Maybe, but yeah, it depends on the kicks on. I think he had, it was an outside chance, but it was definitely a chance. Yeah. Right? That, most national teams have agreed with you. It's just the fact of England midfield, yeah, especially. No. They've got so yeah, many players. That, that's what I mean. I think it'd be an outside chance rather than <laughs> setting stone start. Because now, but Madison has been injured as well, hasn't it? Along that Grealish time, injured, so. I'd reckon. Well, Grealish. Yeah, but I think that's only for. Yeah, I think that's a short term one. <laughs> but. Um... When he was actually playing lately, you haven't looked the same player sort of, since he got pocketed against is it soon fell. Who, sorry? Uh, when they played West Ham, that, when Lingard scored two in his debut. Grealish, sorry, against soon fell. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't be, didn't be <laughs> yeah, ever since then, he's looked a bit scared to run at me because I think, I think since they've played them at full-backs, whatever, must have watched what Soufal did because they put Fredericks on the same side, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's Soufal's class, I think. I think he's, he's he's constantly at least nine out of ten so far. Yeah, definitely. Against Man City, you were brilliant. As you well. see him after the game, Crane, because of like how much you put in. Well, I've, to be honest with you, the overall game, I think West Ham was unlucky not to get something. Yeah, they should they should be two one up at a point, shouldn't they? But then Johnstone scored that decent thing. I, I think that was the only two clear cut chances they had, Man City really. Yeah, they... I think it was the right approach. West Ham went because they didn't sit back and you know. Let Man City come on to him, sort of thing. We defended well. Declan Rice played really well. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, and I was just wondering what you two think. Do you think? Do you think Marcus Rashford is going to stay at Man United for the rest of his career? Uh, yeah, I, I think I can. Well, I can see it. It's a bit of will, but I can see it happening. Yeah, it's one of them bit where I feel like if he avoids injuries and his class stays the same, I couldn't see him going anywhere anywhere else. Yeah, he said, he said, didn't he, that he, he, he wants to stay at Man United? Yeah, I feel like there's a few players like that. I couldn't see, like, you, you, I know you're going to disagree with me, to be honest, but I couldn't see uh, Bakaya Saka going anywhere else either. Do you know what? I don't know. Like, I hope you're right. But, like, I could see him maybe, like, going to um, Liverpool or something. Do you know, winding his contract down, Arsenal fucking in 17th or something. And then he goes to like fifty million or something like forty million. To, uh, I really think he'd Liverpool. try try keep him up. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I hope we're not in that situation. But I'd take it. With football nowadays, it would uh, nothing surpri- would surprise me, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be too surprised if Arsenal might relegation zone soon. And another one, actually, if Liverpool don't get top four this season, do you think? Jurgen Klopp should be sacked. No, I agree. But I was, I'm just curious. Yeah, I agree. No, I don't think he should be sacked for the fact the injuries that he's got. I know, like the injuries, you can't just say you can't, well, you can't blame it all on injuries. But if if they had Van Dijk, if they had a solid centre half partnership throughout the whole season, if Henderson weren't playing um, centre half and actually playing midfield alongside Fabinho and Thiago or uh, Wijnaldum. They wouldn't have problems, with, especially with um, Jota as a backup striker as well, or even maybe first team. If um, ahead of, it'd probably be Firmino. I don't. I don't think they'd be anywhere near where they are. They'd be, they'd be a lot higher. I, I think they'd yeah, they'd, they'd be challenging City there. probably, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely, I agree with you on that one. But um, like I say, injuries wise, 
regardless of the injuries, I think it's just been a mad season football-wise, I feel like. I don't, I'm not even joking. I feel like West Ham will be challenging for top four. Oh, you definitely. Well, they are, aren't they? They are at the moment. I mean, they're, I think they are fourth actually, but it's just I think they're going to stay round about there for the rest of the season. Just watch. I, I was off. I, 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 I was. I give up. You can just delete that part. <laughs> I mean, I would. I would. <laughs> I'll just leave it in. I don't care at this point. But um, I was sort of waiting for West Ham to drop off, like I always do when small smaller teams do well. But watching them against City, they sort of look like they're not scared to play. Like I reckon they'll come to Old Trafford and get some, just for how poor we are at Old Trafford as well. And in FA Cup, they were more. Than, they would have took a point if it was Premier League. I don't know. It happened with Leicester last year, didn't it? They were so close to getting Champions League football, and then just dropped into Europa League. They lost like they won one out of the last nine. And I can see with the form, unless Brendan Rodgers does something, I can see it happening at this stage again. Uh, yeah, especially if um, like Barnes is injured. It's not just Barnes, or is it? It's Barnes for fan. I see the injury list, and it's completely. So yes, yeah, it's half the starting eleven. If they could have like a, maybe not half. Yeah, like James there, but... Justin as well. You've got to think about. I'm pretty sure Johnny Evans is injured now as well. Yeah, he got injured um, yesterday. So it's it's not looking too promising for, us. especially who they're going to play centre back if Sayunchu. That's a good shout. Where's Morgan? He's injured. He's injured at the moment. They probably put a Marty there and use like that Luke, whatever his name is, that youngster. Luke Thomas at left back. I yeah. Is um, what is it? Is it? He's another player that I actually called out as underrated, and then Pepe given the worst time of his life. Uh, yeah, like Luke Thomas. He looked good, but he isn't actually a left back. He's, he's a he's a winger playing left back. So, um, yeah, Pepe gave him an absolute awful time, but he did actually make a really important block on Pepe. Actually. Yeah, I feel Pepe like you're an awful contact he had. He should have placed him. Do you mean low cross? Yeah, yeah, he should have done, but I feel like he followed the run well, regardless. No, yeah, he definitely, um, definitely a good block, but I think Pepe should have put it away. He shouldn't have given him the chance of even blocking it. Yeah, I agree, but another one which I, I'm basing this on FIFA, especially, <laughs> but um, do you believe that Busquets is underrated because of his pace on FIFA. Yeah. 100%. But saying that, not the moment in time. Yeah. The last two or three years, he has not been the same player because I feel um, he needs to have players on his level around him in his midfield because he's like the yeah. anchor of the midfield, isn't he? And recently, Man United, not Man United, Man United, Barcelona's midfield has not been anywhere near it. Um, I think it's Premier League. Look out... Uh, it wouldn't be able to deal with intensity if, if it would it? I don't think. Would he though? It's, I think no, it's... I don't. I also think that Rodri's like a better player than Busquets is now. At this moment in his career, maybe. Maybe. I feel like I feel like Rodri could evolve to be prime Busquets if he carries on. Maybe. Yeah, it's like what Guardiola said though. Um, if you watch the game, you don't see Busquets, but if you watch Busquets, you watch you see the whole game. Yeah, which is probably one of the best quote. It's probably one of the best quotes I've heard from a manager. Yeah, really. it, it, it must, if he's it must be some player from Guardiola rates in that highway. Yeah, like I think did Guardiola say that Phil Foden's the best natural talent he's worked with? Yeah, and he's worked with Messi. <laughs> yeah, and that leads me on to my next question. Actually. So, do you, do you think that Lionel Messi is bigger than Barcelona? It's a hard one because no player is bigger than the club. He's literally got um, Barcelona, like, 
in, in his palm, isn't it? Like, he can do eating out of his hand. They've run yeah, the club definitely. so poorly that they've give Messi, like, control of it. Like, he's yeah, fully uncontrolled Messi the situation. Get, sort of yeah, exactly. Like, now, he, if he said to Barcelona, even though they're on, like, on their knees, basically, almost on fucking bankrupt, he could probably say to him, I want a wage increase, and somehow they'd, they'd, they'd fix that for him. They'd, they'd get him. They'd somehow sell about seven players. Yeah, he's an investigator that they got raided by police did Barcelona yeah. today. They're um, ex president as well, he got arrested. He's oh quite upsetting to watch as a football fan though. That yeah, such a big club. A big club like I'm not, this is just an example. I'm not saying he's an awful player, but he's not he's not Barcelona Marty Braithwaite is, let's be honest. No, no, he's not. No, that's rid- he isn't even top eight in the Premier League. No, he's not. And to be honest with you, watching watching Barcelona now. They're relying so much on the youth. Like, yeah. I'm not saying the youth's bad, but they're chucking him straight into the deep and expecting him to be like a Leo Messi coming through. Like, <laughs> is he called Puig or something? Ricky Puig, uh, Pedre. Uh, what else? I'm too fatty. Yeah, I'm too fatty. The only one that looks semi natural is fatty. No, like, Pedre. Pedre's look good. He's playing out of position. Yeah. They're playing him in central midfield, but he's a winger by, by trade, I think. Uh, to be honest with you, Gerard Pique looks past it. Yeah, he has done for the last few years. Uh, that's what I mean with Busquets, though. Busquets, in his prime, he was top class when he had a top class team around him. But now, it looks out, uh, looks off it looks off pace massively. The game looks too quick for him. He does, yeah. But like like I said, I've seen so many people so shocked that PSG went to Newcamp and forward, which, fair enough, it is quite like still a big... Barcelona are still a big club, but they don't have big players, that's what. Yeah, yet again, about five, six months ago, they got slapped by Bayern. Like, they literally got humiliated by Ben. It could have been more if they really wanted it to be. Yeah. I think it's too much to about. Yeah, he did. How poor. I'm not saying De Jong's been poor on his own, but how poor the team's been with De Jong, because I think he's such a, a, a like an amazing footballer. He's literally like the perfect um, replacement for Busquets. But when he plays, it doesn't look good. It, it, not like it doesn't look good, it doesn't look like he fits in. In the position that because I see um, De Jong as like a deep line playmaker, but he's actually like a Barcelona yeah. different without Suarez even as well. Well, even when they did have Suarez, when they got slapped by Bayern, like, yeah, he didn't do anything Ooh, in that game. He didn't really do it. I've just never when I when I've watched Barcelona, I've never seen a player play with a smile or look happy. That's it's the pressure of it as well, isn't it? Like, when you play for Barcelona, you're expected to win yeah. the Champions League. They're missing a spark, aren't they? But yeah, they're missing a lot. I feel like it doesn't. Don't help when some of the best players, the supposed best players, are past it. The hub's going through all sorts of shit at minute. What's ridiculous? So. Imagine that they sold Arta, who's twenty five, a young, very good player, and they brought in Pjanic, who's the yeah. It was. It's. I think they've had bad business since. Swap deal like... on it. Or did no, they involved in money as well. Yeah. A lot of money. No, oh, was it fucking going to uh, Barcelona? Like Barcelona, yeah. they, they got a lot of money because they needed to um, get get money in, didn't they, to pay like debts and whatever. But they sold such a good player. And they brought in Pjanic is definitely a good player, right? But he's thirty. He's not the future of the club. He's the future of the club. Yeah, years. you'd think they'd be looking at players like, let's say, like I know he's not young, young, young but Rodri. I think that would cost him a lot. Yeah, I mean it would be a good signing. But from Man City, I think Man City would put like a hundred million pound price. Yeah, I guess so. But you think they'd do a bit better with the scouting? Because 
they could argue the fact that they've had players like Iniesta and Javi that are, are hard to replace, which they are, it's the truth. But you think they'd still do a bit better business than Martin Bray yeah, play? Mm-hmm. Because now, to be honest with you, they're expected such high expectations to win like the Champions League and stuff. But right now, I wouldn't even see them within the Europa League, to be honest I know with you. Mean, some teams at Europa League would definitely give them a good game. Definitely give them a good game. Definitely, yeah, because I don't think a lot of teams fear him anymore. Yeah, they've got a fear factor. You get like Cadiz giving him a good game. I know Cadiz have been really getting, doing well for a not really getting, sorry, promoted. They're doing well for a promoted side, but the, you'd expect Barcelona in the past to just slap teams like that. I know, like, yeah, definitely. Stuff like that. I mean, I know they had to get a striker in to Barca, but they probably had a lot more options than Braithwaite. Oh. Looked a bit, a bit like a panic. Well, not panic by. Well, it was a panic by word, really. Mm-hmm. You got him after window. Oh, yeah, it was a free agent, I think, unless they've paid like eight million for. No, I think it was based on the fact that didn't they argue the fact that they didn't have any fit strikers, so I sort of went to their sort of yeah, the Spanish football for and said we need a striker, and they like granted them access. But at the time, it was Elche that they were at. I think Elche. Something like that, yeah, and they could actually um, find a replacement. Yes, it was quite. Yeah, it was. But be brave, but it's not going to turn. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. didn't Atletico Madrid do something weird? They needed an emergency goalkeeper, so they got Condogbia. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got him for fucking free, I think, didn't they? Yeah, I thought, right. yeah. The terminated. It's Barcelona yeah. are very, very hung up. They want to get Lautaro Martinez, but I don't think that's going to solve all the problem. Yeah, and besides, he's going to. They do need a big rebuild. Well, yeah, but it doesn't help when they want a hundred million for Martinez, and if the club's already in shit, that's yeah, not sure really where the plus. That's really where you want to start. You want to start by buying. Like... I think that's why they're relying on the youth so heavily, though. Yeah, because they're, they're almost bankrupt. I don't think they'll yeah, ever yeah. go bankrupt because yeah. people jump at the chance to own a bit of Barcelona. Yeah, they? but would you want to? The thing, the question is, though, would you want to take on all the debt? Yeah, it's, sometimes it's a bit bigger yeah. than taking back on it's the debt that comes with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd ever so be in trouble. nobody for Messi now. Well, they are in trouble now, aren't they? They're massively in debt. You tell me many Barca players that you'd pay, if any Barca players, maybe. I was to shake like, now. Uh, getting to third, I don't think he's third. He's around that, around that age. 28 or 29, I think. Well, could you tell me over... Three bars that you pay over hundred million for. Um, I'd only say Usman Dembele just for the fact it's still like twenty three. Yeah, I wouldn't go. That's what Barcelona paid. They, have they got a hundred million pound player for him? Played No, not at all. Injuries, yeah, injuries um, have played a part. But any of that really good season at Dortmund when he was like nineteen, which made him pay that money. What well, was it? Twenty three, twenty four is Dembele. I think that's literally the only reason they'd get a hundred mil just for the fact of, the, of his age. On I don't think it might be the I don't think they get hundred mil per He's very yes. very injured. I think they'd get they'd get at least seventy million. I think for him. Yeah, I can see seventy. Never. Yeah, Messi they probably would. Yeah, and that. Like I say, it's a bit unfair on the players sometimes because I think he's a good player, but they can't help what the price tag is. So it sort of expects more and yeah. more yeah, from that player. You know it. It's like with Harry Maguire. I think that sort of impacted the way. He's, obviously, if it cost, if Man United got him for ten million, the mistake the mistakes made have been bad. The one against Everton, dropping back and whatnot, it is bad. But 
it wouldn't have been highlighted if it won an 80 million, you know, or Man United. Yeah, sort of I, thing. I, I, I get what you mean there. Because I do think he's a solid player. I re- like, he does stupid stuff and it winds me up. Yeah, and I don't think he's the best centre back in the league or nowhere near that. But I do think he's a solid player. But I do think the 80 million price tag has caused keep, him even uncertain. I keep seeing, I keep seeing random posts. It's like Sergio Ramos to Man United. It's just like, this is not going to happen, is it? I keep saying shit all season and stuff like that. Why is he going to go there when he could... He's going to say free agent summer. He'd probably rather go to PSG when he knows he's going to win summer. Yeah, it depends how much he wants to challenge, isn't it, though? Yeah. So at Man United, he yeah. isn't going to be challenging the Champions League, but he could be challenging potentially... Probably not the league, but you know what I mean? Definitely challenging for something. Yeah. So. As a Man United fan, I didn't really rate Solskjaer, but yes, against Chelsea especially... You can tell that he don't want to just sit back and accept her. He does actually want to go for it, but I just feel like it's a mental problem within the players when they play top six clubs. Because Fernandez yesterday was absolutely he awful. Top six clubs, though. He never really. And I don't know why though, because he's definitely got the talent. He even had space yesterday. And he was he was even the three yard passes. He won't play correctly. He passed them out of play, and it's just it's it's been frustrating to watch because. You can tell he could be a big game player, and it's that's what puts him the down. The one that the got me was that McTominay passing, game. like last was it five ten minutes where he could have had like what was it two minute back post, and he absolutely yeah, fucking what, fucked up pass. What makes me happy is McTominay didn't look himself yesterday as a player. You, you could tell he carried something, but he's still putting a seven out of ten. But that pass was annoying. You want anyone else there from the McTominay because Rashford and James both beat them. Yeah, yeah it's a tap in for either one of them if that pass is right, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's sort of frustrating. And just to let you know, some breaking news that uh, our podcast has now just been accepted to iTunes. Wow. Oh, that my. It. It, took, it took me three days for it to get accepted. <laughs> it's been quite frustrating. Your Rogan experience will come in for you. Way. Yeah, we're coming for you. And Danny's going to make weird noises. But... And I thought yeah. this was actually a really good question, actually, because at first I thought, oh, well, you're only picking one, but... Tammy Abraham or Patrick Bamford? Do you for England team or just in general? If you were if you were making your own team, you had the choice to sign one or the other. Um, I don't think it's hard because obviously Bamford's in a lot better form, isn't he? he but is, yeah. Abraham's younger as a potential wise, probably higher, higher ceiling than Bamford. Yeah, I just think it's a, I think they're very similar players in a way. I'd probably say. Abraham, genuinely, I think if you, if you have the right manager, you could get a lot more of Abraham than you could Bamford. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you put if you put Abraham in that Leeds team, I think he'd yeah, shine. I mean, Bamford's doing class, like I don't think you could doubt yeah, that. Yeah, I think you could get a lot more out of um, Abraham and the right coach under Lampard last season. There were glimpses of what he could do. I'd say Abraham. Yeah, but like because if he was if he was at a team. That he was like the main, he knew that week in, week out, he was the main striker, no matter what. I think he'd do so much better. Yeah, it's like he was he was swapping and changing with the uh, Giroud, weren't he? And Werner as well, so it's like. Yeah, this year it is, yeah. Yeah. I've got no against Bamford, I don't think he's a bad player, but yeah, I do also think you put Bamford into a team because Leeds do make so many chances every game, no matter who they play. Yeah. You put you put him into a team who sort of play like Tottenham. Maybe not Tottenham's the best example, but they're quite passive, especially. Is he going to score as many goals as 
because he gets a lot of chances and sometimes that's what he's criticised for not taking enough. But if you put me into a team that don't, are not always on the front foot, will he make goals for himself and will it help? With, that's what I'm just trying to think. He might change his mentality though if he changes his team. He's just, he's just a bit thing like he's been at so many clubs it's not worked out for him and Bielsa's come and he's sort of changed him as a player. So it would be, it'd be nice to see him sort of, you know, go one step higher and see if he can fit the club. But I'm not sure how old Bamford is at. He's about 27. I think so, yeah. He believes in him though, doesn't it, manager? I think that's like a part. Yeah, I was going to say, so like Rodri- when you start him over Rodrigo. Yeah, it's weird because he plays Rodrigo in central midfield, doesn't it? But it's because they yeah. have one defensive midfielder. Oh, if Click and um, Phillips play, Click plays a bit more further forward. But he plays such an open game. Yeah, he does. But you know what actually shocks me? This is completely thing. It just made me think of it because Gary Neville managed Rodrigo and put him out wide. But um, I watched Gary Neville when he speaks about managers, what they do and all that, the tactics and stuff. And you'd think he'd be a really good manager <laughs> with how much he knows about it. So it shows how much you actually have to know as a manager to be good because he was awful at Valencia. Oh, yeah. He got sacked, didn't he? After like a few weeks. Yeah, I was going to say he was absolutely... I mean, you probably want wide going because he really can't speak Spanish. Yeah, and it, didn't he? Just, he had a few connections with the uh, with the owner. Yeah, I'm gonna say because that Ramesh, I can't say his last name. I know what you mean. But the committee texted him and said, um, "Do you know any good restaurants here?" And Karen Neville texted back saying, "No, mate, I was only there for two oh, minutes." <laughs> but yeah, uh, did a f- I want to talk about this um, actually. Find it. The national team that you think's got the best defence. Who have? What national team do you think's got the best defence? Ooh. That's actually really good. Overall. Ooh, that's actually really good. Go on, sir. Tricky. Trying to think. I I was actually thinking either um, Faroe Islands or... What is it? Kazakhstan, but... Uh, I'd probably say... France, just for the fact, personnel wise, individually, it's class, isn't it? Like, I've got Varane, Titi, Digne, Pavard, both Hernandez. That leads me on to my next question, Louis. Varane, is he good because he's good on FIFA or is he actually good in real you know life? What? When watching him, I, I don't watch a lot of like La Liga, but when watching him in the Champions League, He's got a mistake in him. He's definitely got a mistake. I'm going to say, I watched him against Shakhtar. He looks so shaky. He looks scared at times. I mean, so would I was some partners who put being put next to him. Yeah. Yeah. When he's with Ramos, he looks more solid. But even then, he's still got... He's definitely shaky. He is, yeah. But I'm going to have to back the boys. I'm going to have to say England. No, shut up. I'm going to have to. I mean... Just because of how much depth we've got in the... Yeah, but not think about France, though. So they've got more depth and they've actually got better quality in that depth. I'd I say guess German. So. Fullback-wise. They've got, they've got quite a good defence. I've said it done. If you think, though, who of Germany actually got besides Nicolas Zula for the future? Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, who are the full-backs? Uh, Houston. Um, uh, oh, wait, he might play central for the national team. Like, Klosterman? Yeah, well, I suppose... Yeah, Danny, I don't think that's a good... I mean, if you said that 10 years ago... Yeah, the world... Crazy, but, but... Personally, I, I wouldn't go with them, but... Or even maybe Holland. Yeah, I was thinking they yeah, like Van Dijk. Just for Van Dijk and Delict, but no, that's a good. No, to be fair, he's a good shape. and I think. 
They've got a few good left backs, have I'll say a few good left, a few good young left backs. I wouldn't play fire and all that. Malassia, is it Malassia? And that Haps as well, is he? I'm not too. I'm not sure. He's not that young. I've got Daily Blunder as well. Yeah. I know he plays in midfield quite a lot of time. And I think Denzel Dumfries quite good. Yeah, right. I mean, he's all right on FIFA. I've never actually seen him play that league. I watched him because he nearly took me against England in that Nations League. He nearly took who was it in England player head off? <laughs> it looked a bit clumsy that game, but he just got away with it because he couldn't yeah. take chances. Yeah, we should have been. Right, let me just ask this one for you. Right, we'll go on to the what do you think the results have done to the table this week? And we'll start off. Let me have a look. Lou, do you believe that Arsenal will get top four? No. I mean, it's not. Do you believe in any form of Europe? What? Do you believe there's a chance of you getting any form of yeah, Europe? Yeah, I reckon we'll get Europe League somewhere or another. But it's it could actually happen. You're only six points behind Liverpool. That's what I mean. Like I reckon next five games got some big games from like Liverpool and Tottenham, but Burnley there as well. Um, I reckon we'll get at least nine points from the next five games. No, yeah, next five games. So. I'm quite confident. I think we'll beat Burnley. I think we might beat. Them. I think that's been optimistic. I think. But I think you'll why beat not? Tottenham. I think you'll beat Tottenham, depending. On your next two results. Yeah, if we're going to do it like high hopes, like playing well. If you go beat Burnley or Olympiacos, I think you beat Tottenham. Yeah. Because I think you're very, also very confidence based as well. Yeah, and you're like, we're going to games, and if we've got no confidence, we've got no chance. Have you seen how much it meant to was it? I watched when they equalised against Leicester. Or, um, it was a really good end of that as well by Dr. Louise. I remember in Champions League, there was a guy every time Arsenal scored, like fucking rolling forwards and shit. Oh, I seen him do like a fist pump when Kieran Dini's. That was a brilliant goal yeah, as well. That's a good finish. I mean, it's not a nice problem to have when Scotland is such a dead team and two of the best players yeah. left back. <laughs> they put in Tini and left centre back, don't they? Yeah, which uh, we make Pomeroy as well. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. It was funny I watched a FIFA like two v two FIFA it were. Um, Snodgrass and Robertson, I guess McTominay. I don't know who the other guy was, and he was all Scottish. He went McTominay speaking. <laughs> just a <laughs> dirty man. <laughs> yeah, but um, I remember Snodgrass actually went. He went. Um, cause he was, I think he was Liverpool against PSG, and um, he was going, "Oh, Mbappe, Mbappe!" He flew Robbo's pocket. Probably taking piss. <laughs> he was great. He was great. Funny one. And. We've now actually with Fulham three points behind Newcastle. Yeah, I mean, I can't see you. Uh, I, I kind of don't want to see Newcastle going down, but I can't see it. But it's kind of realistic. I think Steve Bruce will lose his job before they go down if they get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've brought in a really good um, assistant sort of manager who's worked. He worked under Roberto Martinez at Belgium. He's English as well, just to tell you. Graham Jones, is it? I think he's called. No idea. I've got to figure out a miracle to get Joe Linton to score. He almost got a weekend, but really good block, didn't he? Um, Saeed from Saeed, who were my under-the-world yeah, player. He's looking close, so with West Brom getting that win, and they've got a few six-pointer games coming up. They've got, they played Newcastle, actually, after Everton. It was a joke, um, West Brom's game. 
Andy Taggart for three points, that Lewis Dunn free kick. I cannot believe Andy missed two penalties. Yeah. Me two? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. And he will make it post. Gross missed one as yeah. well, didn't he? Yeah, um, gross hit crossbar, didn't he? Yeah, they will make it post. Wow. Aldi walked away with six, uh, three points, so it's more like, yeah. it's like six that's, points. That's a it? sign from above saying he's staying up this season. With that type of look. That's a Sam Allardyce It's a Sam Allardyce effect, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, not... No, Although our camera yeah, fans have never told us. I can't remember if I told you. You know what? You have to, clear, you have to think of the picture. I don't think he's here right now. I'm going to put a picture in the group. And if you're allowed to look, if it lets you look, tell me the Royal Antwerp manager is an absolutely spit image of Roy Cropper. Oh, we put it in the Viva La Bucario soccer. <laughs> yep. And tell me that's not the absolute. He actually does look a bit like Roy Cropper. It's Roy Cropper, shit. That, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but Man yeah, done it. We've all winning Chelsea. <laughs> Just nice, to because yeah, but Liverpool are only two points off West Ham now, which means yeah, they're sort of in touching difference of us. Be nice if we could keep and maintain second. It'd be very nice. I'd we'll take that. But yeah, I'm gonna end this podcast here. It's been a lovely chat with you boys again, and I thank you for joining me. Uh, you're welcome. And I'll we'll have another episode again this week so thank you everybody for listening bye bye